Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. What'd you do? It's all creaky. <laughs> You're creaky. What is up, Raider Nation? Your buddy Murph back once again for what we call an RFR rundown or Raiders fan radio rundown. That's where uh, yours truly and my best friend and your swag, Jeff, where we dive into the latest of Raiders stories and talk about the latest of Raiders news. And in speaking of that, the Giants are acquiring Darren Waller tight end from the Raiders in exchange for a 2023 third-round pick. A third-rounder, huh? Third-rounder, just breaking here. Uh, we speculated that Hunter Renfro might be on the move with the acquisition also today of Jacoby Myers, but it's looking like Waller is on the move to the Giants. Wow. Swag Jeff, reaction. That's shocking. That that one is shocking. You know, we, we talked in the offseason, and we talked, you know, maybe at the end of the regular season a little bit about Maybe either Waller or Renfro would be on the move, maybe both. Uh, but, you know, after, you know, the free agency kind of started and stuff like that, it kind of seemed like maybe we were going to keep everything together. But, you know, we pick up Jacoby Myers and, and a, you know, and our, and our new quarterback and said goodbye to him, number 83. Wow. Wow. Dang. I, I wish we would have gotten more. Yeah, but you know what I mean? Like, he's a he's an aging guy. Like, he's not a young player anymore. He's not in his 20s. Right. You know what I mean? And now, granted. And, I th- and now we talked about it, too, that his uh, his cap his cap hit, if he uh, was traded pre-June 1, if I remember right, and I'll have to look this up while you're talking, but I think it was like nothing. It's like, like 600 grand or something, yeah, right? So, and yeah, and it frees up like like 8 million a cap space or something like that. So so you you intro the show and I'm going to find that out. Okay, all right, sounds good. Yeah, man. So we've got it's uh, what an exciting time uh here in the offseason uh, for the Raiders uh or not depending on where you come out on on, uh, on on some of these moves that we've made. Um, you know, so far I think so good. Um, but anyways, we're going to get to all that. Uh, here in just a minute. So as, as you heard there from uh, from my best friend and your swag, Jeff, uh, he and I are uh, going to run down these Raiders stories for you today. Um, but we have a lot to get to tonight. But let me do a little bit of housekeeping here uh, at the top of the show. So normally we go live on Wednesdays, every other Wednesday. Um, and I apologize, we haven't had much in content-wise uh, to throw out uh, to you guys here over these past uh, couple weeks. Had a couple family emergencies and things come up. Um, but anyways, we should be back on track now, except for... This Wednesday, normally we go live at 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 Eastern. Uh, instead of Wednesday being live, we're going to go live on Thursday. Uh, that will be the day after the official kickoff of the league year. And we're going to kick off our league year uh, in what we call the Summer of Swag. And we will be giving away a signed Devontae 
Adams home jersey. So definitely uh, check in with us on Thursday's show. So that's going to be at 4 p.m. Uh, 7 Pacific. And, uh, and we're going to be giving away that jersey. Uh, the only All you got to do to participate is show up, jump in the chat, and every $10 donation that you give to the One Nation Foundation uh, that will, is going to earn you a poker chip. It's going to go into a bucket, and we're going to draw that that chip randomly and uh, and 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 give it give that thing away. And of course, and we always have some consolation prizes for for folks that uh, are you know what I mean are, are big donators. And uh, if you don't win, you know you can always come away with a shirt like what Jeff's got on there, the Raiders Fan Radio T-shirt. Uh, and then if you want to just buy one of those things, you can go to our T public site yes. uh, and you can find that at RaidersFanRadio.com slash gear and a hundred percent of the money that we earn around here goes to our foundation, our nonprofit, which is the one nation foundation that gives exclusively to Raiders related charities, which means we're not going to be giving to Darren Waller's charity this year. I guess not. Guess not because now he's not a Raider anymore. But yeah. anyways, um, so join us then, uh, for sure on, on Thursday, 4 p.m. 7 Eastern. Let's kick off the summer swag. We're already off to a really good start with our fundraising. Yes. We've already got a couple grand in the book, hey, Jeff. Hey, let's go. We already got a couple let's grand go. in, and we're just barely getting into March now. Yep. Uh, we're halfway through anyways. And uh, so we're looking forward to, to getting to that $15,000 goal that we set at the beginning of the Absolutely, year. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. So, yeah, so we call this thing the summer of swag, but but it's not summer yet, pal. It's not summer yet. So, oh, yeah, so I this. think I think for this right here, we might just have to call it the March swagness. Oh, oh, I love it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So get in the mix with this March swagness we got going on right here, the signed Devontae Adams. Yes, like Murph said, it's all going to the One Nation Foundation. We set our goal this year for 15. We hit 10 last year, unbelievably. We've got some amazing stuff in the works, man. We've got some sponsors that have jumped on board. Ooh, uh, one yeah. that, we can, that we can announce closer to the regular season. Yes, so so yes. once that happens, we'll be able to do that. And it's going to blow your socks off. It's awesome. it's unbelievable, so massive, and it's going to bring other players to the table as well. Absolutely, it will. Absolutely. Yeah. And speaking of, of other players to the table, yes, uh, we want to uh, definitely talk about uh, a new partner that we have uh, here with, uh, with Raiders Fan Radio, supporting the One Nation Foundation, and that is the good folks at Magic Mind. Absolutely. So Magic Mind at magicmind.co. That's .co, not com. It's magicmind.co. Mm -hmm. uh, they have uh, these pro product productivity drinks, Jeff. Absolutely. Uh, helps with your concentration. Um, helps kind of keep you focused throughout the course of the day. A um, little bit of caffeine in it, but it's not a jolty, energy, drinky kind of not thing. Not at all. Um, this stuff is its all 100% organic. All these got these really cool ingredients in it. Um, so the idea is that it's all about, like, getting in that flow state, like getting locked in, right? Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, you can take it in the morning with your coffee or with your caffeine or whatever, and it just kind of gives you that, that steady freaking, like... I call it like a hum, like throughout the course of the day where you're just freaking, you're just moving. And when you're, you know, on a show day like today, um, you know, we, we do so much prep. You know, it's not just about turning on these freaking cameras and microphones. There's a lot of prep that goes into this this stuff. And getting into doing that prep, like if, if you've got a project you need to work on, you know, like Michelle does her artwork and you and I with our jobs or prepping for the show or whatever. Yeah. Pop that magic mind in the morning, dude. That's gives it. you that, gives you that steady freaking energy and that lock throughout the course of the day, man. I definitely recommend it. I mentioned all those ingredients. Yeah. My favorite. Okay. Cordyceps mushrooms. <laughs> no, yes. Yeah, yeah, like from The Last of Us. It's uh -huh, the stuff that affects 100%. your brain. Well, I can I get a test. You don't turn into a zombie when you drink magic mind. Um, the stuff is fantastic. And uh, yeah, and it had cordyceps mushrooms. I'm like, that's amazing. Like, that's that's, a, that's amazing. I love the ashwagandha. Not only is it fun to say, <laughs> but but it's a but it's stress and anxiety relief. Oh, stuff yeah. like that. So, you know, so like you what you were saying, you know, show days we're kind of going a bunch of different ways and stuff, getting everything ready. Imagine having two little ones in your life as well, two little kids and stuff. So I got that. I've got the show. I've got work. I've got all this different stuff. And so, you know, so typically, especially on show day, right, I'm I'm just hammering coffee, right, all morning long. You know, I'm by my second pot. You know, I'm all <laughs> wired and stuff like that. And sometimes, I mean, I got to have a pick-me-up before the show because I'm like about, oh, yeah. you know, 7 Eastern. I'm kind of just like... Oh man. Okay. That's so, <laughs> so much. So now I'm drinking less coffee, drinking less coffee. And I, you know, pop a magic mind right before or right with my coffee. And I've just, I've, like you said, I've got that little hum all day long, man. It, I'm, I'm in the zone is what the kids oh, say. You know what I mean? in the yeah. zone. Nice. In the zone, nice. man, for sure. You're locked in. You're yeah. locked in. Well, Hey, so if you want to lock in yours, uh, you can go to magicmind.co. go to magicmind.co. If you get a subscription, 
you can get up to 56% off of, of a subscription or 20% off just a flat out purchase by going in and put in promo code Raiders. Raiders. R-A-I-D-E-R-S. Check them out. Magicmind.co. Absolutely. If you're a Raider fan, you definitely need this thing. You need You it. need this thing, man, because it uh, it relieves stress. And being a Raider fan, we all know how stressful it is. You know, some of us should have probably had a magic mind this morning before uh, before all these free agents stuff. Know, so right? people just stop complaining and stuff. So yes, magic mind, get you some. Hey, Raider Nation, this is Max Crosby from the Oakland Raiders. And goes down and Max Crosby, who forced a fumble last week. You're listening to Murph, Mosh, and Swag Jeff on Raiders Fan Radio. Thank you so much. Just win, baby. So, uh, so yes, at the top of the show, we talked uh, breaking news as it happened. Uh, we got NFL Network on over here just in case any transactions happened. And what do you know? But right as we turned on the cameras, that happened. Darren Waller is now officially a New York Giant. Well, I guess not officially, probably till tomorrow. Well, yeah, but, yeah, yeah, I'm still. But, he, but yeah, so we acquire a third round pick and uh, the Giants acquire Darren Waller. Now, this is big for us because this happened pre-June 1. So... Darren Waller's cap hit, if we had kept him, was uh, $12 million. It's a pretty big cap hit for it's a tight a cap end. cap hit. So now his cap hit for the 2023 season is $660,000. Unbelievable. So that was the time to unload him. So uh, we save $11,380,000 in the cap. So now we've got that extra money to play with. So now all those people that are bitching and complaining that we haven't addressed all these other positions and just doing offense... STFU now, okay? Yeah. We unloaded an offensive weapon, and now we're going to work on this defense, work on this O-line, all kinds of stuff. So the rate, everyone complaining and stuff. Remember, and I think Ron, in, in, in our little group text that we have right here, Ron said, hey, let's not forget, everybody, that we didn't do anything until the league officially opened last year. You know, yeah, we went yeah. and got Devontae and, and Chandler Jones right off the bat on the 15th. But now here we are. We've acquired six players already. We're wheeling and dealing. We're doing our things. And free agency hasn't even officially begun yet. So everyone, whew, relax. Let's take a deep breath. Calm down. It's okay. You know, now we got okay. a little more money to play with. We'll make it rain on somebody. You know, let's do it. Absolutely. And you know, and look, and the, the, the team is going to need to, like any of the, the prior, I'll just say his damn name. So when Derek was here. We needed a defense. Like, as much as, you know, we, we can be critical or you can be a supporter of Derek, th it was inarguable, wherever you came out on the guy, that we needed defense. Like, clearly. And needed a lot of it. And I um, I don't subscribe to the theory that people would say, well, they didn't do anything about the defense last year. Well, except they kind of did. Like, remember Deron Harmon? And remember Chandler Jones? Remember, like, we made... Rocky Sin. Rocky Sin. Like, we made moves. Anthony Averett. Like, we did uh, We did acquire players. It wasn't like they didn't do... They did nothing. They just didn't do enough. And right. I don't know if it would be... I mean, is it fair to have the expectation that they should have it all figured out in one year? I don't know. Uh, one way or the other, they didn't. And I don't think a lot of teams do when you go from being a bottom-of-the-pack defense... To being a top 10, I don't think you flip that over in a in a year by free agent acquisitions. You do that by building depth in the draft. Right. That's how you that's how you you build these monster defenses. You have to draft well. And like, yeah, regardless of what happens with the quarterback, you have to draft well. And you gotta have money to be able to spend on key free agent acquisitions and mix that in with your good draft. Right. That's how you build a good, you know, dang defense. So all that said, they're going that direction. It's gonna happen. It's just not happening today. And it may not even happen tomorrow. But by the time the Raiders take the field in week one, you betcha this defense is going to be loaded. And it's going to have to be. because. And here's the thing. Is it like, I think that if when you when you go with the Jimmy Garoppolo, I don't think you need a Darren Waller. You, that if, if our far quarterback was going to be Aaron Rodgers, if our quarterback was going to be Tom Brady, and when our quarterback was Derek Carr, I think it's huge to the, to the way that those guys pass and distribute the football the way that jimmy g does is not that he's he's not a gunslinger he's not a deep down the field guy he's all about precision accuracy timing game management as some people don't like that term but yeah he is about as an efficient of a quarterback as you can get I, when, when we looked at his red zone numbers um in 2022 in 11 games versus Derek carr's 15 games 
last year, you're talking a difference between a 60% percentage completion guy and a 40% completion guy. Right. With about the same amount of touchdowns, uh, and again, in four less games. So, I mean, Jimmy G is like a, 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 a one extra yard per attempt, like four versus Derek, Derek's three. Similar interceptions. I think Jimmy G had one and Derek had two. And again, similar touchdowns. One had 11, one had 12. But he did it in a lot less games right. and was incredibly efficient in that running that freaking Shanahan offense. That's what, we, that's what we're getting with Jimmy G. So the necessity of Waller, like, don't get me wrong, man. I love Darren Waller. Me like, too. Dude was awesome. I mean, he's arguably the best tight end in football, uh, him and Travis Kelsey. And you know what I mean? And so I'm sad to see that guy go. Me too. But with an extra $12 million, if that means that we can, I don't know, get Marcus Peters or whatever the heck that happens to acquire defensive talent, I'm all about it. Because again, we don't need, when you look at that Niner team, and let's look at where Jimmy G thrived in right. that, that Niner team. Okay. He thrived with a badass defense and a running game. That's what he does. That's why he doesn't have big fat numbers. And a lot of people that get caught up in statistics, you got to understand what kind of an offense that he was running, what kind of an offense he was managing. It was all about it's it's again, it's about distribution and timing and running the sh shit out of the football right. and playing good defense. Like that's what the Raiders are going to build to do. And I'll say this and I'm going to shut up because I want to hear from you. The last thing about it is that, and this isn't even me like sitting here just trying to sell, although we went from Darren to, defense and back to jimmy g this isn't me selling like any particular player or whatever i get it why people or some some folks are hung up on it but at the end of the day unless you're patrick mahomes okay who is a freaking unicorn and that's what we're competing with by the way it's another thing i, I want to get into is this whole idea of us adding offense yeah because look what we have to compete with look what the afc is doing as a whole let alone our division god dang it they're talking about derrick henry going to the titans now i mean no, going to the dolphins now right Unbelievable. Anyways, the reason that that they're going this direction is that when you look at who hoists Super Bowl trophies at the end of the year, what are the commonalities between those teams? It doesn't matter what era of football we have been in. And yes, there are one-offs. But for the majority of the winning teams, championship teams, good defense, run the football, efficient quarterback not that you can't have patrick mahomes who's all world and doing things that yeah sure but also it could be joe flacco it could be you know what i mean like you have to play defense you have to run the football have a, a good managing quarterback the end and you can win it all consistently i mean that's all tom brady was it's all peyton manning was like so and i know it's a little bit different anyways i'm all over the damn place swag jeff jump in here man because and I think that I'm, I'm all over the place because I feel like here I just told you to jump in I'm talking again, I feel like that like this is where we're at as Raider fans right now. There's so much going on. Like right. there's so much I'm trying to process. Thank God for Magic Mind. I'm able to keep it all together up here. Yeah right. Yeah. So I got one more for you. Okay. Shut up. <laughs> Can I play? Can I play, please? So yeah. So so 15 minutes ago you said a word that really resonated with me. <laughs> Jesus man. <laughs> You had too much magic mind this morning. <laughs> <laughs> You're only supposed to take one of those things a day, bro. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so, shit. No, so one of the words that you said right there. Yeah, <laughs> so it's, it's, shut up! <laughs> so, <laughs> so one of the things that you said that, that I think is... So, what part? Tell me, Jeff. So <laughs> you remember last year, you know, I said that the... When the, I started talking? <laughs> last, yeah, last offseason when you when you just started. Yeah. So, uh, uh. so one of the words that... The, the word that I used to describe... Last offseason was adaptation, right? You know, we just got Josh McDaniels. We thought he was going to do all these things. Mm. He's an adaptive guy. All this stuff, you know, whether that was the case or not. I think the theme for this offseason, my theme for the 2023-22 offseason is fit. You know, say what you want about Jimmy Garoppolo. And some people are, this shit is wild out here, bro. Oh my it God. is absolutely. We thought it was wild with car. Yeah. Well, you tweeted something, you know, yesterday. It was so funny. You said, you know, finally we have a guy <laughs> with no drama that everyone can agree on. Yeah. Furthest thing from the truth <laughs> as possible because people have just, they, they will buck on that. I mean, they'll buck on anything. On really. anything. Yeah. You know, it's one of those things, you know, you called them Veruca salts, right? So you call him Veruca Salt, you know, I want my, I want a, I want the bean feast, you know, stuff like that. Like, you if know, I don't get what I want, yeah. I'm going to scream. Yeah. Like, come on, man. Like, just let it be. 
Let it be, man. You know, it's it's a fit. Jimmy Garoppolo fits well with our offense right now. We talked about him in December. Absolutely. Like, you know, like yeah. rewind these these shows back to December. We, when Derek got benched, I believe it was one of us that said, Jimmy G's probably going to be our next quarterback. Probably. Yeah. Yeah, we did say that. And here it is. So fit, right? So a lot of people are up in arms. They're crazy because they want the big name guy. Why didn't we go get the number one defensive tackle. Why didn't we get this? What are they doing? Why? It's all about fit, man. Yes, they may not be these all-star, you know, fireworks going off because this guy's arrived in Vegas kind of people, but they fit this team and they fit this offense, you know? And, you know, say what you want. A lot of people are like, oh, you know, here it is. More of Josh McDaniels and Ziggler making, you know, New England West, you know, all this kind of stuff. You know what? It is what it is, man. And these guys, that's where they came from. And they built a product over there that was successful. And so, you know, yeah, it doesn't have Raiders silver and black written all over it, but they're in silver and black. So it's got that, you know, it's got that feel to it. It's a new version of the Raiders, man. It's new version. So you got two choices. You can either lean into it and really press back into it, or you can just... You know, or you can run away. And unfortunately, a lot of these fans are just going to run away. And, you know, I hate to say it, but bye. Bye. If you ain't with us, you're against us, bro. You know what I mean? Like, if you're not in on this, no matter what, you know, yes, you can be upset about it. But to, like, be all up in arms and stuff, even content creators, even some, I mean, not our close friends, but, like, some of these other schmucks and knuckleheads that are doing stuff, like, they're freaking pissed. You know, they're pissed because Derek Carr still isn't the guy or they're pissed because they didn't get their guy. Whatever, like, it is what it is, man. Just just calm down, enjoy this ride, you know? The shield is the most important thing at the end of the day. And sometimes the product on the field with the shield is shit, you know? I had an argument last night with a guy on Twitter that wouldn't stop about the comparison between Jimmy and Derek. You know, oh, well, you know, it was just a lateral move. It's a downgrade. It's this, it's that. Dude, stop. Just stop. Either get on or get out, dude. And he goes, well, it just seems like we're reverting back to when, you know, when the team sucked or whatever. I'm like, hate to break it to you, bro. We have sucked for 21 years. We have not won a playoff game. We ain't done shit. So your boy, Derek, you know, loved him when he was on silver and black, but now he's not. But like, don't be hung up on that because we were shit before him. We were shit with him and maybe we'll be shit after. I don't know, but it's just something different. We got to put a jolt in it and somehow, and yes, Jimmy G might not be, you know, a super exciting jolt, but he's a fit, right? He's a guy that knows Josh McDaniels, knows this offense, knows how to manage a game, all that stuff. Yeah, we're not going to we, we're not going to get those ex- crazy explosive plays from our quarterback. Now we might get it from a guy like Jacoby Myers, like a guy like Devontae Amen. Adams, yeah. a guy like Hunter Renfro that can make things happen. But man, you know, Come That's on, what Debo just, Samuel did for Jimmy and for I mean, the Niners. holy cow. Yeah. yeah, right? You know, Jimmy Garoppolo went to a Super Bowl. And yes, he had an elite defense. But, you know, Max Crosby isn't throwing picks in the, end, or in the end zone. He's not doing those things, you know? I mean, that was the offense. Absolutely. That, that red zone, depletion percent, that, that, you know, we're not those days of seeing the ball go out of the end zone on third down or, you know what I mean, get, get checked. Look, and this is, I'm not picking on anybody in particular. I'm just saying it's going to look a lot different. It's going it to look is. a lot different with, with Jimmy in there. And, uh, and, and I'm with you. I, um, I have a challenge with the idea of, we're going, oh no, we're going back to this of XYZ. You you pick your thing. I'm sorry, like the dice have no memory is a Vegas a Vegas thing. The dice has no memory. The roulette wheel has no memory. It doesn't know what it's going to do next. It's a complete fresh reset every time you do it. Every time you you flip a coin, it's gonna have a fresh out a fresh outcome. You can't take Ziggler and McDaniels and say that, oh, we're going back to doing things Reggie McKenzie did or Mike Mayock did or Al Davis did. No, these guys are different. So I know that our past has a lot of suck in it. I get it. And I get why people, why fans would be frustrated with that. I get it. But if we don't allow, as a fan, some room in there to just automatically default to, 
oh no, this is going to suck because of what happened before. Look, I'm not telling you it's not going to suck. It might. We might win five games this year. Right. And I'll be completely disappointed. But we don't know that. And and I think that it's very short-sighted and reactionary to call these moves a miss or to say that, oh, it's going to be this or going to be that. You don't freaking know. No. Nobody knows. I'm sorry. Like, the, the NFL... Teams turn around every single year. You got teams that come out of nowhere. You got, th- I mean, look, you have to build your reputation somehow. You got it like that's, I mean, winning has to start somewhere. So, again, why, in, if you're going to be a fan, I, I'm, I'm just going to say this I'm going to choose, like, frankly, all areas of my life to invest into an optimistic outlook. I have a choice. We all have a choice. Every morning when we wake up and our feet hit the ground of what we're going to do, what I'm going to do as a Raider fan when I'm repping this silver and black, I'm going to have a, I have a choice to be optimistic or pe- pessimistic about it. And right now I'm going to choose to be optimistic because we've never seen what these guys are, are able to do in silver and black. Right. Because it, it's never happened yet. Right. So I'm going to give it, I'm going to have faith that there's an opportunity for it to do good. Cause guess what? I love this sport. I love this team, so I'm not going to be miserable with all the time and energy that I put into paying attention to it. Why would I want to just invest in being pissed off and miserable? Otherwise, I would just probably do something else. Like, I think that if, if, if any, again, anything in life, whether it's, if it's creates and generates in a negative emotion in me on a regular basis, I don't do it anymore. You know what I mean? Absolutely. I'll, I'll end that relationship or whatever the thing. I'm not going to do it anymore. It's not good. Mm-hmm. So if, it, if being a Raider fan is a bad thing for you, don't do it anymore. Like yeah. it's not healthy quit for it. you. Yeah. Stay off Twitter. Yeah. Quit it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's it's kind of like a few weeks ago I talked about, you know, give give McDaniels and Ziggler a chance to fail before you are before you say they're already going to. You know, look at Jimmy G the same way. None of us, no one in the world has ever seen Jimmy G play for the Raiders. We've never seen it. So give the guy a chance to suck ass. Give the guy a chance to get hurt by week three before you're already calling for all this shit to happen. You know, have that optimist, optimistic mindset. You know what I mean? Like, you know, be ex- you know, maybe something nice will happen. You never know. You never know. Just enjoy this moment. Enjoy this ride. Enjoy wearing the shield because you never know. It could be great. One calendar year ago, you remember what happened? Devontae Adams becomes a Raider. Chandler Jones becomes a Raider. And all of us were banging the desk. We are going to win the Super Bowl. It is the greatest thing that's ever happened. We get the offensive-minded Josh McDaniels that was trying to get Derek Carr the year prior. We get his best friend, Devontae Adams. We get Chandler Jones, the sack machine. All these things. And then what happened? Maybe the craziest ultimate letdown that we've ever had going into a season. Maybe ever. I don't know if I've ever been excited about a team in any sport than what I was last year for the Raiders. And we won six games. So act like you've been here before, people. (laughs) Act like you've been here before. We've done this before. You know, we were the high of the high and we won six games. So now all of a sudden we're the low of the low and we've still got most of the same pieces here. Let's still be excited. Let's still be excited. Why not? This is going to be a great offseason. They always are, especially with the craziness that we're watching with free agency. I mean, not only just with it's just a fun offseason. The draft is even more fun. We're going to see who our future is. So get on the ride or get the hell off. That's it, man. Come on. Yeah. I mean, it's it's uh, there's a lot going on. There's a lot going on. I, I, I thought that. This was, and I tell you, the only thing that's that I'm little disappointed in on this the, the Garoppolo thing is that I and I and I tweeted that as a joke about oh good now we can all root for the same guy, but I was like that was the the part of letting Derek go that I was like okay well now we can all kind of we can all pull the same rope again like there won't be this division well here we are again and so I, well, I'm name hoping a quarter, name a quarterback that there wouldn't have been that with at this point. Post Derek Carr and all the bananas. That's true because it would have been Brady, it would have been Rogers. If it would have been Brady, yeah, half yeah. of them hated him. Rogers, half of them that you know, always oh, on mushrooms. He can't play football. You know all this crazy stuff. You know what if we would have got Lamar? 
You know, oh, we paid too much. Oh, it's fully guaranteed. All this stuff. Oh, what if we traded up? Oh, we gave away everybody. You know, it's going to be like yeah, that that's no true. matter who post Derek, because it's everyone's already like this right here. And they, they haven't had enough magic mind. Um, so, uh, you know, it was going to happen no matter what. So, you know, so instead you get a guy like Jimmy G on a discount, mind you. I think his contract is very affordable, very team friendly, all that stuff. Murph's going to talk about that. But I mean, come on, man. Yeah, I think that's that's a good point. And, and you know, the second half of my tweet was, please, Lord, let this man win so we can all get back on the same bus. <laughs> yeah. And I think that that's ultimately what it comes down. And that's what it's going to take for the we have a. <laughs> I don't think in the media they want to tell us that our nation is all divided. No, I don't think we're as divided as they tell you. I think they're trying to sell you something. Um, but our fan base and and like there's a, there's a, there's some division going on in there. Um, there are definitely people that are on one side of the fence and the other when it comes to 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 the way that they view the Raiders. The only thing, just like everything in sports, the only thing that's going to fix that is W's. Right. Once we start winning games, when, when after we beat the Chargers. Two years ago, and nobody in Raider Nation was divided. Everybody was on the same page. Mm-hmm. Everybody was rooting for the same guys because the Raiders were winning. So once we get back to that, all it's going to take is Jimmy G and the leading the Raiders to a six and one start. And guess what? Everybody will be on board. Like it, that's what it's going to take. So that's what I'm going to hope for. That's what I'm going to root for. That's what I'm going to invest my my magic mind in. Um, Jimmy Garoppolo's deal, as Jeff mentioned, three years, 72 million, 33 guaranteed at signing, 24 million guaranteed uh, in 2023, another 11 guaranteed in 24. But here's the thing with these NFL contracts nowadays, they blow up these numbers because that looks good on the agents. The agents want to blow up. They're like, oh, I got this guy, this mom, blah, blah, blah. All that matters is the years and the guaranteed money, the end. That's the only thing when it comes down to it. And so in terms of Jimmy G's contract, it's two years, 48 million guaranteed. So that $24 million a year is nothing for a quarterback. It's, I mean, in, in today's NFL, Lamar Jackson just turned down three years, 133 million guaranteed. That's $44 million a year guaranteed. That's $20 million a year more that he turned down. Right for what the Raiders got Jimmy Garoppolo for. Yeah. So now, guess what? You got a whole and bunch he's of getting, ha- and he'll get half the salary as Lamar, and he's been to more Super Bowls than than Lamar. That's a great comparison because you got two guys that got rock star defenses, and you know all that. And yes, Lamar is creative and all this kind of stuff, but you know, I mean. They're in very similar situations. No, you know, crazy, holy shit, rock star offense. You know I mean? Yeah, you got Kittle, but you also got Mark Andrews. You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. Those comparisons are very similar. So, I mean, no, I don't think anybody would would argue that Jimmy Garoppolo is on the same level as Lamar. No, but but their situations situations are are similar. Yeah, player-wise, they're completely, I mean, you know. Oh, totally. The one's more dynamic. I mean, he might, other than Mahomes, he might be the most dynamic quarterback in the league. Yeah. Yeah. but still, is that worth what's going to ultimately probably be a $30 million gap and margin between? Like, I'm telling you, man, you, 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 you can't invest that much in your quarterback. I'm sorry. And not be able to invest in other positions. Again, the Chiefs are a unicorn. They're a one-off. And that's what everybody now is going to be shooting to do. That's a reason the Carolina Panthers are going to go up there and try to get Anthony Richardson, at maybe even with the top pick, because that's what they're trying to do. That's now like the bar and it's bananas. Like you got to have so much freaking firepower. You want the chiefs might win five or six super bowls before this thing is done. I mean, it's yeah. that big of a gap right now, his talent versus, you know, the next best quarterbacks in the league, like Lamar, like Josh Allen. Like, I mean, it's, it's insane, bro. Um, and he's in our division. So, I mean, um, so anyway, so I don't think Jimmy G is where we stop. I think that no. there's still another quarterback. He's a, bri- he's a bridge guy. He's a bridge guy. I don't see him rocking with us for six, seven years. Nope. This this guy is gonna get us to our next guy. Absolutely. And Absolutely. I think and I think he's a nice enough guy that, you know, he understands what his role is right now. He's 31 years old. You know, he's still got juice in the tank. He can still he can still make plays, do those things, but he knows what he is. He knows that he's he's the guy that's gonna get the next guy ready. And I think that that's great. 
You know? Yeah, I don't think he's expecting to come no. in here and be the you know the next franchise quarterback for the Raiders for six or seven years, like you said. Yeah, I agree. Um, and you know, listen, uh, it's one thing you hear us uh, pontificate our opinions here, but uh, I, I always say I trust the players and the coaches' opinions more than I trust my own. And uh, when we look around the league or look around the, the, his former teammates, here's what George Kittle had to say: I'm just excited he's my quarterback, and I get to keep catching passes from him. His coach Shanahan says, we're very fortunate to have him. Armstead says he saved us. Trey Lance, he's going to be one of my best friends for my entire life. Kittle also, uh, let's see, Trent Williams, I think Jimmy G is awesome. Steve Young, I don't want Jimmy around for a couple of months. I want Jimmy around for 10 years. Um, let's, I mean, Bosa, uh, he's as cool and collected as a quarterback I've ever had. He's a perfect guy to lead us where we need to go. Here's what Debo Samuel said. Um, I've been a Jimmy fan since I've been there. When I say I'm going to rock with him, I'm going to rock with him. Even if he's not part of the team, I'm going to still be a Jimmy fan. Like, this dude is widely loved by his teammates. So, like, you know, that alone I think is huge, right? Being able to, to, to bring together the locker room and to bring together cohesion amongst the offense and have a, and have a leader. Like, because, listen, regardless, again, of where you come out on Derek, having Derek leave the building leaves a void in leadership, at least on that side of the ball. Yes, we have Max Crosby and we have, well, was Denzel Perryman, maybe Deron Harmon. Like, you do have other leaders on the team, veteran guys. Um, but Derek was the face of the Raiders, and now that's gone. So now to have a guy that could come in there and fill that void is huge. Chemistry is a massive, massive deal. Um, so not only is he efficient on the field, he's efficient off the field as well. Nert, nert, pause. Um <laughs> <laughs> but uh but let's look at what the numbers tell us so a passer rating as a starter with josh mcdaniel's calling plays okay jimmy g is number one on the list with a 119 passer rating you know who's second who's that thomas brady oh with a 98.7 that's a big gap uh after that you got mac jones with a 92 then Jarrett stidham with a 91 uh, Kyle Orton with an 89, Matt Castle with an 88, and then our buddy Derek with an 86. Uh, then it goes on from there down to Cam, Jacoby Brissett, Kellen Clemens, Sam Bradford, AJ Feely, and then Brian Hoyer uh, brings up the, the, the back. Um, but Jimmy G, number one, and with a decidedly uh, margin. Is that a word? Whatever it is. A big margin yeah. over Tom Brady. Um I'll give you one more. Since entering the NFL in 2014, Jimmy Garoppolo ranks seventh in NFL passer rating with a 99.6 and first in yards per attempt. So even though he's Mr. Efficient and doesn't throw the ball a mile downfield, still yards per attempt, he's first with 8.3, and that's among 43 quarterbacks with 1,500 passes in that span. So I'm, I'm, I'm with it. I, there, I'll tell you this. I'm not just going to sit here and just be uh, just blindly positive. The knock, the reason that all those good things that we talked about already today, the guy can't stay healthy. Right. And he hasn't been able to stay healthy at least the past couple of years. But when healthy, he's good. So they're rolling the dice. Dice have no memory. There you go. You hope that, yeah. Look, Derek had a span where he was injured a little bit. You know, with his, with his leg and his back and his pinky. And like, I mean, look, it happens. It's the NFL. So we just got to hope that that's what's going on. That like, you know, that he just had a bad run there. Right. Um, and, you know, hopefully he, he comes through that. And But that's the thing. That's the only thing to me that where I'm like, oh, gosh. But, that, but again, though, that's why I think we're drafting the young guy. You know, and like Uncle Mosh used to say, down goes Bledsoe, in comes Brady. There you go. You know what I mean? Like, that's... So it. if it happens, here we, we're going to rock with the young guy and we're going to kick off that era, you know, the Will Levis era or whatever the heck we end up. So what do we think about that? Let's talk about the draft, Jeff. Okay, uh, let's hey, talk about Anything it. else you want to talk about free agency? Uh, what about yeah. Jacoby Myers? Hit yeah, that a Jacoby, bit. Yeah, Jacoby, man, uh, you know, he, he was he was already playing for us last year, right? You know, <laughs> he, he had one of the greatest. Uh, <laughs> I saw a tweet. It's so funny. Said uh, there was two people that threw uh, game-winning touchdown passes um, in Allegiant Stadium last year. Derek Carr had one, and Jacoby Myers had one. <laughs> nice. So there you go. So Jacoby uh, coming to the Raiders. Uh, very another great contract, I think. You know, Ooh, very affordable. Three-year, three thirty-three mil. That's 
I mean, that's a steal that's to a me. Steal. That's a steal. And he was, you know, and he's a number one wide receiver. You know, I mean, yeah, he played mostly in the slot, but I mean, the last couple few years, whatever, he was New England's number one. So, you know, so you bring in a guy like that, pair him up with Devontae Adams and Hunter Renfro and, and let him cook. Why not? But I think, you know, I've I've been very impressed with the uh, overall for all the free agents that we've signed so far. All the contracts are like real easy to swallow, you know, every single one of them. Yeah. So so, I mean, I can get down with that big time. So, you know, and we still got a lot more money to spend even more now with Darren Waller. So, you know, so let's keep going, man. Let's do it. Yeah. And let's talk about the draft. How about that? Yeah, let's do that. This is Trent Sig, and you're listening to Raiders Fan Radio with Murph, Swag Jeff, and Uncle Mosh. Just win, baby. Patrick Claybaum with NFL Network here. Hey, folks, I know three things you might like. Do you like football? Do you like the Las Vegas Raiders? Do you like listening to things? I'll add a fourth. Do you like swag? Well, here we got Swag Jeff, Murph, Uncle Mosh. This is Raiders Fan Radio. I appreciate everybody that's joining us here. Uh, thank you to all of you that are on the YouTubes tonight checking us out. Yeah. Uh, of course, we're not live. We're pre-recorded today, but appreciate all of you that is in the chat room. Uh, and you can find us at YouTube.com slash Raiders Fan Radio. Appreciate everybody that is in there uh, supporting this show. And, uh, yeah, anything that you can do to support our show, we certainly appreciate. Because even, uh, even if you don't support our show monetarily with donations or merchandise or any of that stuff, uh, just by liking, subscribing, hitting the button, smashing the bell, stabbing the links, yeah. all that stuff. And that- hit that auto download if you're on the podcast. You know, go ahead and just hit that to where that way you don't even have to do anything. You open up your podcast app, whatever that is, whether it be Google Play, Apple Podcast, you know, uh, whatever, Stitcher, um, iTunes, what else? iTunes, or not iHeartRadio. Uh, yeah, any any of those things, yeah. just hit that auto-download. Pandora. And, just, and we're right there. We're smiling at you as soon as you open your phone. So, so yeah, so do that. That helps us out with our numbers and algorithms a lot, too. Absolutely, yeah. And, and, it, and all that generates advertising opportunities for us, like with the Magic Mind folks. And, uh, and so that money, 100% that we get from them uh, and all the other ways uh, goes 100% to our nonprofit, the One Nation Foundation. So thank you very much to all of you that are joining us tonight on the YouTubes and everybody that's checking in on the audio podcast. All right, so Jeff, we had 10 picks, right? Is it in this year's draft, if, yes. I, if I remember right. Now 11, because now we have an extra third rounder. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a, you know, despite like the things that we talked about, losing a dynamic player like Darren Waller, you know, the, the flashy picks or the flashy signings of like free agents and whatnot and, you know, like Javon Hargrave. And I know, you know, I know those things are, those are big, but remember you don't win the Super Bowl in March, right? You win it in really in May and it's how you draft. It's like, that is such a critical component for building a championship team. Just look at the chiefs and what their rookies did in the Super Bowl this year. They had seven impact players come out of the 2022 draft let alone talk about what like Isaiah Pacheco did as a seventh rounder. Like you build your championships through the draft and you build it through the depth of the draft. Like, yeah, you get, you get your superstars in round one or even round two. But when you look at like the players that really construct a championship football team, it comes in three to seven. So to stack up those threes, those three to sevens, Plus, it also gives you capital so you can move around. So if you want to, if you see a player in there that you like that you want to move up around, then now we have the capital to be able to do that. I frankly, Jeff, would I would not be shocked knowing that the Raiders are not in play now for I, I'm not in love with the idea of Anthony Richardson, anyways, because I, I I clearly he's got a high ceiling because he's a freaking freak athletically. Um, but he's got a lot of 50% completion percentage at Florida, like gotten, you know, short passes, like not so good. Like, but I mean, other players like Josh Allen had accuracy questions coming out of college too. So Patrick Mahomes did Patrick Mahomes did too. Yeah. So, I mean, you can't necessarily rely on that as what's going to be an evaluator of the guy's career. But anyways, but that said, um, so I don't think they're in play for him. They're not going to be in play for CJ Stroud. Um, we talked about it the other day. We kind of workshopped it and I'm not a huge fan of like mock drafts and stuff, but just in our conversation, we kind of, if you look at it, there might not be the run on quarterbacks that maybe that we thought was going to happen originally. 
And there could be a world where maybe Bryce Young could get down there to the Raiders at seven. Um, I know that it's a small percentage chance that that, that could happen, but it's kind of possible. Like there's scenarios where that could happen. Will Levis will be there. Um, but if the Raiders are, you know, if they're set on, we're, we're going to go for these, you know, one to three players and none of them are going to be there at seven, I wouldn't be surprised if the Raiders move down. And then if we move down, what do you do? You acquire more draft capital and then you get your, you know, Hendon Hooker. I know we dropped that name a lot, but I'm telling you, we are telling you that dude slept on and the media is finally starting to catch up on him now too, that the idea that like, there's a knock on him because he's old is really a ridiculous that's argument. Date, that's a dated argument. It's a dated man. argument. It really is because you know, and I and I've seen tons of people argue because I I tweeted that out. I said if if we stay at seven, get best defensive player available at seven, and then you know, barring any trades or anything with with draft capital, but then just go get Hooker in the second. Just go get him because he could be the quarterback of the future for sure. And everyone says, well, now that we got Jimmy G, you know, if if he, you know, Jimmy G plays two years and then we'll have a 27-year-old hooker starting, you know, that doesn't give him much time. Uh, it may give him like 13 years. You know what I mean? Like that, <laughs> that, that, con that argument is, is kind of weak to me because, you know, yeah, back in the, you know, back in the eighties and nineties, yeah. A quarterback played till he's 35 and be, you know, about on his way out the door where now you got a lot of players playing until they're 40, you know, plus sometimes, you know, so, you know, why not, you know, why not we let had, a guy cook for 13 years after that? We had Derek for nine years, right? And he was one of the longest tenured quarterbacks in the NFL. Like, so you know what I'm saying? Like, so if you get a decade of quality production out of your quarterback, like sure. what the, why wouldn't you be, And you're talking about a guy that you talk about a ceiling. Like I don't, I would implore you Raider nation. If you've not watched any Tennessee games or seen any of his tape, just go flip on the highlights from last year. And that's the thing. Is that like Anthony Richardson would have a great game one week and then he would fall off the map the next week. Freaking Hendon hooker was throwing dimes every single game. Right. Like, look at how many passes Jalen Hyatt catches from the guy and takes to the freaking house. Well, you won the Bolitnikoff Award. Absolutely. And it's and it's like watching freaking, you know, Daryl LaMonica and Warren Wells out there. Right. I mean, they're just throwing bombs one after the other. Right. So, I mean, plus he can move. He can get up and move a little bit if you need him to. Like, I, I'm a I'm a big fan of that guy. Anyway, so I could see a world where the Raiders uh, might, might trade out of that. But now, like, I'm really excited about the idea that unless you go quarterback, it, well, yeah, unless you you're, unless you, you got a, I don't know, for whatever reason, C.J. Stroud or somebody else would, would fall to us at that seven spot. Outside of that, I'm with you. De best defensive player available. Get our quarterback in the second round. And then after that, it's all defense. Defense, just, defense. You know, and I, I will say now, now with this news that Darren Waller is out the door, um, this draft is pretty deep at tight end. It's, oh, it's that's a great deep. call out, so Jeff. Now, now you can maybe look to the fourth round because you got guys like Darnell Washington, Michael Mayer, Tucker Kraft, uh, Dalton Kincaid. I mean, you got a lot of tight ends coming out right now. That's so, right, yeah. you know, so you could grab a guy maybe mid round, something like that, you know, let's just get it. Who's the guy in Iowa? Cause uh, apparently all the Iowa tight ends are Sam, Sam Laporta. There you go. That's who we want. Okay. Deal. <laughs> you know what I mean? You think about all the guys that come out of yeah. Kittle and Hawkinson and Absolutely. all, all yeah, freaking studs. Why not? So yeah. So you grab, you grab someone like that mid round, something like that. I don't know where he would fall. I mean, I don't imagine that something like somebody like that would, you know, you know, you're not picked pulling and picked in the first or second yeah, round, yeah. something like that. So, so you grab a guy like Unless that. Unless you're the guy, the only one who's the guy uh, out of Florida that went to the Falcons. That dude is a freaking oh, stud. Uh, uh, um, uh, Pitts. Pitts, Kyle Pitts. Yeah, Kyle yeah. Pitts. So yeah. he was a first rounder, but unless you're that, like yeah, you're not look, going to the first but, round. I mean, but you know, you can rock with a Foster Moreau-esque kind of tight end, you know, all day long. You know, we're going to probably let him walk or maybe not now. You know, they might bring him back might, now. Might try to bring but, him back, yeah. But if not, you know, you go draft somebody like that. What would we get Foster Moreau in the fifth round something like or that. something yeah. like that? Yeah. So there's going to be options there. So, you know, but yes, defense, 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 defense. Yeah, and hooker. <laughs> <laughs> That's it, man. I'm with you. I, I, you know, we don't get married to players. Uh, and, you know, if they don't get Hendon Hooker, I, ain't nobody going to be disappointed. It doesn't matter because yep. he's on another team now. Um, but I, but I, th that, I think that's a fun 
scenario to, to, to consider, you know, for the Raiders. And, you know, we, de- we definitely got to go quarterback. I mean, we got at some point, you know, and is there a quarterback that's a steal? I don't know. I mean, I, I don't really study the draft like a lot and, and look, and there ain't no shortage of guys that do that and do that. Well, you know, you look at like wasted and graph and those guys, like they are incredibly well-versed on the depth of the draft. I just know this, what I know from watching college football throughout the course of the yeah, year. You too. know what I mean? Me and, too. and we bring in Murphy, um, uh, QB Jeff, uh, to, to talk about the group of five guys. Uh, we're going to try to get him in here. I don't know if it'll be this Thursday or whenever. We're going to get Jeff in soon because I want to know more about like Jake Hayner. You know what I mean? Like guys like that that are in the group of five schools. And I know everybody's got a little bit of, you know, the, uh, you know, a little timid about bringing in another Fresno State quarterback, but dykes have no memory. I don't care. Like, I, you know, other than Ohio State quarterbacks, like, don't give us one of those. But, um, Unless it's CJ Stroud. Unless it's CJ Stroud, yeah. But um, yeah, but outside of that, like, I want to know about those depth guys. Cause again, like when Murphy was in here last year, QB Jeff, when he was in here last year and he told us about like he told us about like Chad Muma, like yeah. the linebacker. Bailey like, Zap. Bailey Zap. Yeah, yeah. He told about like these play and then all of a sudden these guys come out and they're like, they had big years this year. Mm-hmm. It was like, oh man. So like I'm I'm curious to see who there is now. You know that it's it's floating around the group of five. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, and and you know who the next Kevin Bayard is going to be. You know right. what I'm saying? Yep. Like MTSU represent, but um, yeah. So it's going to be exciting. Uh, what else? You got anything else on the draft, Jeff? No, I don't think so, man. You know, it's just you know, I mean, we've got, I mean, we've still got a lot of holes to fill, right? You know, I mean, a lot of defensive spots that still need players and stuff like that. Good, you know, game changing kind of players. So you know, I mean, it's just. You know, are we going to keep going defense in this free agent or are we going to, you know, just leave that completely to the draft? You know, we need some offensive linemen, stuff like that. I know offensive line is pretty deep in this draft as well. So the position so defensive back, which is so well, th- and that's and that's huge, too, because, you know, the positions that we need, like I would hate to be a team right now that needed a wide receiver because right, right, right. free agent and draft wide receiver. We might have just got the best one of Jacoby Myers. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like for real. It's, so, well, that's not OBJ, anyways. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. OBJ hadn't played in a while, and he's mm-hmm. and he still thinks he's king shit. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, he's still probably a pretty damn good player. And his pro day, he had a lot of people there. Yeah. And he looked pretty good and all that. Kind he's of gonna stuff. be expensive, but he's gonna he's he's asking for twenty mil a year. Jeez. Twenty million dollars a year, dude. That's wow. that's a lot of money. So, you know, so I'd hate to be one of those teams that need, yeah, yeah. need a wide receiver where we've got, you know, we've got wide receivers coming out of our nose. But, uh, but you know, but all those positions that we need offensive line, defense, you know, or defensive back, you know, all these kind of the positions that we need, the draft is loaded with them. So, you know, so let's just go make sure we pick our right guys and, you know, and we'll be all right. Absolutely. I like uh, when we when we had Wasted on the show, we talked to him. Uh, he brought our attention to Christian Gonzalez, yeah. uh, the defensive back at was it USC? Uh, I think I think it's so. USC. Yeah. It's one of the Pac-12 schools. Um, dude is a stud, man. Baller. Holy cow! I watched him at the combine. I watched a lot of uh, man. Six two can run like the wind. Uh-huh. Like man, I would be like see, like that's the kind. Now I start getting excited. Right. Like even on again, I don't get excited about a, a particular players, but like that it's you start thinking about like the idea of like oh a yeah. big fast corner. Like that's Absolutely. like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, oh, and it's pretty deep a linebacker too. the draft is, you know, I, I love, and I don't think, I don't know if we'll be, he'll be around for us to grab him if we don't grab him in the first or second or something like that. But if we trade some picks around and maybe get an additional second or something like that, I like that guy, Tristan Simpson, the guy out of Clemson. Uh, oh yeah. Yeah. He's, yeah, he's yeah. solid dude. And then, uh, who's the, who's the guy from, is it Notre Dame? Uh, they've got a really solid linebacker okay. too. I, I think it's from Notre Dame. I'm like, I'm like you, Mar. I don't. You know, if, if they're not wearing orange and white, I don't really pay a whole lot of attention except for in, you know, you know, college football playoff time and stuff like that. But uh, but as soon as they don the silver and black, that's when I dig in. And I'm like, exactly, OK, yeah. Now, who do we have now? I want to go find out as much as Abs- I can. About absolutely. Them, you know? yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So I think I think there's going to be a serious youth movement on defense. I, th- I think that's they're going to draft for the fit. They're going to draft all those things like you're talking about. And although like, you know. Patrick Graham's defense is all, you know, he's Mr. Versatility and does, you know, whatever, whatever. Um, but I think they're going to draft for purpose. Like, you know, like you look at um, uh, our, our guy, our new uh, safety that we just signed from the Eagles. Oh, Epps. Yeah, Marcus Epps. Marcus Epps. And so a lot of people are like, oh, you're just like John Abram. 
Except he's not. Except he's not. Yes, he's he ranks lower in coverage, but he's fantastic against the run. Well, if he's your, I hate to use the term strong and free safety because those terms are kind of outdated. But basically, the idea that you got your your tackler, you got your 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 physical safety, and then you got your finesse guy, your ball hawk. Well, that's Deron Harmon. Like that's what he's Is done. Deron Harmon still here. No, but they're, they're already in talks with him about bringing him back. Oh, good, good, good. And we need a leader on defense. So, like, that's his role. Then you bring in the guy that can go up and be really aggressive at the line of scrimmage like Abram, and guess what? And do it well and not find himself out of position and missing tackles and the things that, you know, as much as we love the reckless abandon at times that Abram played with, it took him out of position right. a lot. Well, that's not what Mike, look, Mike Epps, that's not what, um, Marcus Epps does. He doesn't take himself out of position while still playing aggressive and playing the run. So I think that's a, I think it's a great signing. So anyways, they're going to bring in guys. They're going to draft guys to fit very particular roles. And I think that, yes. and that's going to be all over the place with a youth movement. I really do, man. I, I'm, I'm not disappointed that we haven't made any super flashy defensive signings because when was the last time that like, I don't know, maybe you could argue and Indomitian Sue, or like, when was the last time that like a mercenary, you know, defensive tackle came in and like made a huge impact and huge difference to a team's defense? You th- look at our own history. Look at Richard Seymour and Warren Sapp and Justin Tuck. And like, you look at the, they didn't turn our defenses around. Like, I'm not going to sit here telling you that Javon Hargrave is not a great player or all world talent. Yeah. But guess what? We're not all of a sudden a top 10 defense because we spent. However much $85 million or whatever on that guy. Yeah. Like, you know, you're talking about the Niners already have an elite defense and they just made their elite defense a leader. Right. That's all that happened. You're not taking a bottom of the barrel defense and trying to turn it around with one signing. Right. So I just, I think it's going to be all youth. I think we're just going to go loaded on it. And then the last thing I'll say is this. um, Let's not get too also decisive about where we think the team's going to go until we go there like even for the like okay so right now certain folks are upset with the jimmy g thing well what if cj stroud ends up being the other guy in the locker room you gonna be upset then still like wait till it plays out like i yeah you're upset that we didn't get javon Hargrave, but what if something else like who's the you know i don't know about jalen carter i don't know if that's you know that's i feel bad for the guy um you know i think that yeah i think he's gonna plummet in the draft i think so too and and you know and look and we all do silly dumb things when we're young you know and and so and i mean i've been there too i've done dumb ass shit in my life too right um i just hate that it's that he did he did what he did and he got in trouble and said that there was a fatality associated with it like it's a sad story um uh so i don't think the raiders would go anywhere near especially with the rugs thing in our history sure. and whatnot um but anyways but there might be another defensive tackle or whatever that we dra- anyways let's wait until we get to the end of this thing let's wait till we get by the time we're we're into like mini camps, you know what I mean? Like, okay, then let's let's make our assessment of how the offseason went then. Let's not do it now when, like you said, at the top of the show, to bring it all the way full circle. It's just getting started. Like right. we're barely into this thing. It's right. not even legally the new season yet. Yeah, you know, and you know, I would rather folks do this now. Just I I I joke and and I I tweeted out a thing that said, not today, haters. Everyone, he's your quarterback one. Whether you like it or not, you're just going to have to deal with it, whatever. But just go ahead and get it out of your system now. You know, go ahead and bitch and complain and cry and all this kind of stuff that you didn't get your guy. And, oh, Jimmy G, oh, he's just a handsome guy that looks like, you know, he's a Derek Carr doppelganger. Whatever you want to say. Just get it out. Get it out. Cry it out. You know, find a shoulder. Do your thing. (laughs) But then let's move on. Because I don't want to hear this shit in August. You know what I mean? Like, you know, I don't want to hear this shit oh, in training yeah, yeah, camp yeah, and all yeah. that. Do your thing. And then can we all just snap back in? You know, just, you know, I mean, just reach over, grab your uh, seatbelt, click in, because this is going to be a fun off season. So do your thing now. Do what you got to do. And then let's lock in, man. We're Raider Nation. Let's get together. Yeah. Let's get together, man. Absolutely. This is family, bro. Let's do this together. Amen, dude. Yeah, and you know, no one's going to, listen, no one's, I always say, no one can tell you how to fan your fandom. Mm-mm. The only criteria we have on how we, 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 it's not that our judgment is important, but like when I think about other Raider fans and look at other Raider fans, 
the degree and the uh, uh, and passion in which you root for the team. Yes. That's all I care about. Doesn't matter how long you've been a fan for. Doesn't matter how many games you've been to. Doesn't matter where you live, why you, whatever. What's the passion in which you bring to this Raider fan? Yes. And people bring different passions. Some people bring And that's in, okay. And that's okay. No one's telling you how to fan your fandom. But I will. I would say this as long with Jeff. No one's telling you how you have to act. But it's, it's a lot more. This Raider Nation is family. And you don't want to fight with your family. That's the frustrating part. No one wants part. to fight with your family. We want to like lift each other up and support one another. And so, you know, again, it doesn't mean you're going to be a bootlicker or an apologist for the team. No one's telling you that. Yeah. No one's telling you, you can't be critical. All I'm saying is that if you're going to be critical, at least wait till you got evidence to be critical of. Right. You know 100%. what I mean? Like, I mean, 100%. I've been at times, I've been an apologist for John Gruden until I wasn't. I was an apologist for, you know, Hugh Jackson until I wasn't until he went on a, on a press conference after Al Davis died and he, he professed himself King of the Raiders. I'm like, Oh, that guy's going to be gone. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, so until Josh McDaniels and Dave Ziegler and anybody else gives you a reason to be overtly negative and to question it, just hang in there. Yeah. I, just, just hang in there, joy for what it is. And then, and then maybe it won't. And then at that point, then, We'll all be sitting around here talking about how it sucks. Absolutely. But right now it doesn't because it hasn't happened yet. Absolutely. Well, you know, and that's what we've always said. We're, we're a fan of the Raiders that are, not a fan of the Raiders that aren't. Amen. So, you know, so right now Jimmy G is our number one quarterback. So he's my favorite quarterback from yesterday until the day that he's not. You know what I mean? You know, I tweeted out, like I said, a thing yesterday about, you know, like it or not, you got to deal with it. Jimmy G is our quarterback. I mean, plain and simple. The end. He's our guy right now. And I had somebody hit me up and said, well, were you dealing with it when it was Carr? Yeah, for nine years we did. You <laughs> yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah, we, yeah. We, you know, because he was my guy for a long time. And we were, you know I mean? Your two- daughter cried when he got benched. Absolutely. She wrote him a card. I miss Derek Carr. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And I get that, you know? But, you know, and two weeks before the guy got benched, I was talking about how he was about to make this phenomenal run, come back, put on his sleeve, ah, doing all this crazy stuff. And then he didn't. And then he got benched. And then he went to the house. And I'm like, okay, now you're done. Now you're not my favorite quarterback because you're not QB1 for the Las Vegas Raiders. Then Stidham was my guy. You know what I mean? I rock with Stidham for two games. And then he decided to go to the freaking donkeys. That's a goofy move, man. man. That's a goofy move. So instead of being the bridge guy, you know, a potential bridge guy. Well, I'll just go sit behind their the let's ride guy. You Ugh. know what I mean? Like that's dopey, man. So so now well, I can the now, lore of Sean Payton, I guess, is the only thing. I guess. But now I hate to, that guy. Hate that guy. Freaking Jarrett Stidham, you know, once a raider, always a raider, I guess. But you know, but yeah. F you. F yeah. you, goodbye. So now it's Jared Stidham, and then whatever quarterback our next guy is, he'll be my second favorite quarterback. So plain and simple. Yeah, when it comes to Stiddy, uh once a raider, always a raider? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Until Stitty you're a donkey. Turn, steady turned to shitty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, when you're looking for juvenile humor, look no further. Yeah. <laughs> Zing. The Jarrett shit him. Uh, <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right, Raider Nation, we appreciate you guys very, very much. Thanks for checking in with us tonight. Uh, we love you. Thank you for all the support you give this show. And I uh, appreciate just this everything you do to support our foundation and looking forward to where our uh, our nonprofit's going to take us this year. Uh, so thank you so much for everything you do to support that. We love you. Hang in there, Raider Nation, and we'll see you on Thursday. Absolutely. Yeah. Hey, thanks a lot for everyone tuning in, whether you're listening, whether you're watching on the YouTube, any of that kind of stuff. We greatly appreciate it. And we had a lot to say tonight, but you know... You do you, you do it how you want to do it, but let's all be family, man. We can ride each other a little bit, do all this stuff, but man, we're family, man. This is Raider Nation. This is for life, man. So let's just, let's, let's do what we got to do, but let's support the silver and black, man, because at the end of the day, that's what it's all about. It's just win, baby, man. Come on. Let's not forget that now. So Thursday, right? Two days from now. Let's go. Why don't you go win this? We're raffling this off. Every $10 donation gets you one poker chip into the running to win that signed Devontae Adams. And, bro, I'm just going to tell you, the summer of swag is going to be dope, oh. man. We got stacks upon stacks of swag, man. So make, make sure you stay tuned for every bit of that. We will see you on Thursday night for the signed Devontae Adams jersey. Let's do the damn thing. Buckle in, everybody. Free agency's just getting started.
We'll see you on Thursday. Get on YouTube! Goodbye. Look at you looking all skinny over there, Jeff. Down 30, bruh. Word. My jersey's fit again. If I gained any more, I would have been a defensive tackle. <laughs> would have got an $85 million contract. <laughs> Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly. An AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done.